You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 1307. I thought you did really well. You were trying to to get at what he needed to make a decision. Thank you. But my take on the situation is it's not so much that he's not motivated. He may own the property, but he obviously isn't the one that's going to make the decision to sell. That's number one. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Brandon. If you don't know me, I am not one of Brent's guys. I am just one of his students, just like the rest of you. I do lots of role plays, though. So let's go over wins this week. Looks like we got, but first, let's get some shout outs. We got team here. We got good old Mr. Bill Rafter, Mike, Ellis Beta. What's going on? Christina, Rohe, some new people who I don't know, Norlin, Matthew. Well, uh, hey, let's be productive with our time. Let's get into some role play. A little about me, I'm not as advanced as Ryan. We all know Ryan's the master, so um, I'm going to do my best. But if someone wants to role play with me, I'll be your buyer or your seller. We could do cold call, follow up. We could do verbal commitments, anchors. Is there anyone new out there who wants to give it a go? Or has anyone encountered something that they want to relive and try it over again right now? Is there anyone out there that wants to volunteer? Hey, Brandon, I want to give you props. First of all, I role played with you guys yesterday. You are a master of the craft. Nah. So don't take anything away. So good job. So You're, thank you for being here. For us. Thank you. No, thank you, man. Thank you so much for being there. Sean, you you bring a lot of energy too. And uh, no, I'm really glad you you did that with us. Learned a lot. So thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, come on. Anybody out there? Anyone out there want to role play? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do a different deal if nobody else wants to talk. Well, let's do it. What or, do you got? I won't call it a deal because it's nothing yet. Um, okay. So just the the seller just always has some new shit with him that uh just been dealing with him for like two months. Mm, so it sounds like maybe it's about shortening the timeline, getting to, to commit to some tasks that he needs to take on. Or is it just, I'm just trying to brush you off? What's uh, What are we yeah. doing? I, I talk to him almost every other day. Okay. He answers, and if he doesn't answer, he calls me back later in the day. He <laughs> definitely is more receptive to selling during the day. When I've met him on the evening, in the evenings and on weekends, he's a bit of a, a boozer. So during the day when he's at work, he's ready to go. And then at night, he changes his mind and mm. blames okay. everyone else. And so, oh, do you think he's motivated? I do, and he's got three properties. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay well so uh do you want to do a follow-up call or do you want a cold call and i'll be this kind of person for you what do you want to do i'd almost rather me be him that way i Ah. can hear your your response to uh okay hold on let me sure let me get get ready i'm just kidding (laughs) oh my gosh let's do a follow-up call then all right we'll do a follow-up call i'm gonna all right let's do this I turn off my video. Wait, uh, Matt needs to drink a couple of beers first. <laughs> I would. I would. A couple of years ago, I would have drank all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We'll give it a go. Uh, nobody beat me up. All right. Uh, ring, ring. Hello. Uh, hello, Matt? Yeah. 
Hey Matt, this is uh, this is Brandon. Um, did I catch you at a bad time, my friend? Uh, no, this is good. Hey, 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 look, I, I, you know, I called you a little while ago. We've been talking on and off about, uh, you know, your few houses you're talking about selling. And hey, man, I just want to get caught up to speed. You know, where are you on the process with that, as far as selling? Um, so my mother's house, my my son lives there, but then he doesn't live there, depending on if his wife kicks him out or not. And then my wife doesn't think I should sell the property because my son may need it. And I've offered it to him, but he can never come up with money. Man, it's, uh, yeah, I, I hear you, brother. You know, family family can be kind of tricky. I mean, well, well, what do you think about all this? What is it that you want? You know, it sounds like your wife doesn't want to sell it. Son doesn't want to move out. What do you want out of all this? Um, I, I definitely want to get rid of it, but I also want my wife on board. And if I'm doing something to potentially hurt my son, then she's not on board because she thinks this is me hurting him, mm -hmm. even though he's a 40-year-old man that has a wife and his own house. Yeah, I hear you. Well, what do you think it is that he needs? I mean, has he? where is he in the process, I guess, as far as is finding a new place or has he even, has he even taken any of those steps? Um, so he still lives with his wife except for the couple days a month that she kicks him out and he goes and stays next door to me at my, my mother's old house. Mm -hmm. And that's the only time anyone's ever in there, maybe three or four days a month max. Yeah. You know, when we spoke last time, there were a few different houses that you had mentioned. I mean, just for clarity, just from my understanding, like, is there, is there a particular prop? Is there one of these properties that you're looking to sell first or are you trying to sell all three of them? Same time. Um, I would like to sell all of them and buy a house for my family, me, my wife. My daughter lives in the house on the other side of me that I own. Mm -hmm. And then my four grandkids, two live with me, and then my daughter's two kids. Yeah. Wow. You know, Matt, sounds like you got a lot of family, you know, and it's, it seems like you got a lot of people to take care of. I mean, are you sure you even want to sell this? I mean, if you were to sell it, I mean, what about all your family members? You know, will they have places to live? Do you think this is even really, you know, a good idea? I was looking to get around 500000 for all three properties. I also have a couple hundred thousand in the bank, and I'm looking to buy a big piece of property with a big house for all of us. Matt, I mean, let's say someone came to you, you know, and they offered you $500,000 for the house, and, you know, you could buy that lot you were talking about, and you can kind of help your family move on. I mean, what if someone makes that offer and your family doesn't want to leave? What would you do? Uh, now, well, just kind of go off task a little bit. This is depending upon if he's drinking or not. If he's drinking, he makes all the decisions. If he's not drinking, he's got to confirm with his wife. Here you go. Tell me more. I mean, how long has your son been living, living here in, the, in this house? It's been going on and off for about two years. Two, on and off for two years. Wow. I, I mean, what have you guys tried to do about that? You know, it sounds like he's been a little bit a difficult family member. I mean, what have you done? Um, other than try to sell it to him, not much because, again, my wife feels like I'm, I'm harming my son if I get rid of this property that he uses very rarely. Yeah. Wow. Is there uh, still a mortgage on the house? Like, I'm, I'm trying to understand, like, how much does this cost you to have someone who's in and out of the house. I mean, do you think it's possible you could rent it out? Maybe um, rent it no, out. no the, there's no mortgage on the house. It's been paid off for years. 
gas and electric, and then just general lawn maintenance. I haven't done anything inside. Mm-hmm. The house is almost completely original from top to bottom. Yeah. Okay. Your son, does he usually take pretty good care of the property for you? No. He stays there, and then he leaves, and that's it. He sleeps there. That's it. A couple nights a month. I mean, call me crazy, but I mean, do you think he would be opposed to like maybe paying you some rent, you know, for the time that he does spend in the house? My wife won't let me accept any money from him, yeah. but he wouldn't offer it either. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I get it. You know, it sounds like a, a, a sticky situation, you know, but I mean, you know, Matt, I like to play this silly game. Like imagine if I gave you this magic paintbrush and you could paint the perfect scenario you know, where everyone's on board, your son decides to straighten up and fly right. You know, I mean, ideally, when do you think you would be ready to sell the property? Um, I'd like to sell it as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, do you think it would be, I mean, if like, if we could agree, you know, on a number, whether that's 500,000 or, or maybe somewhere close to it, you know, if we could agree on a price, you know, and maybe a timeline as far as when you want to close on the property we can agree on all those terms you know do you think it would be unwise of us to get your wife your son all on the phone together and maybe we can see if we can find a happy medium or solution for all of us do you think it would be unwise if we did that um i'd rather just talk to you and then pass on the information to them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, i hear you well you know ideally man dude i'm stumped that's a tough one bro you got so many things going on like you're saying Okay. And then the, the daughter's house, the daughter's on, uh, recently divorced on drugs in and out of a mental institution. Sounds like they need counseling. Yeah. I mean, the, and I, I kind of, so this is what I did. I gave him a deadline of Friday. Um, this has been going on, like I said, for about two months. Um, okay, you gave him a deadline of Friday or he committed to a deadline of Friday to make a decision? Um, I told him if he didn't give me an answer by the end of the week, then I was pulling all three offers. Mm, okay. Made him an offer. And then, like, I, I heard the, the tone in his voice change and like, he was like, I'll definitely have an answer for you by Friday. But I've heard that basically mm-hmm. every week he's going to make a decision by Friday, but yeah. I've also always told him like, I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I, I gave him that stability of me always being around. Yeah. Well, here, that's a sticky situation, you know, I'm starting to run out of things to do with. I probably could have deviated, you know, to some other pillars and learn more about the story. Um, I thought that was actually really good. I think you asked a ton of really good questions. Uh, there, there wasn't, <laughs> there's just a lot of things going on in there. I don't know if there was much more you could have, you could have done other than maybe asking like how long his wife is comfortable letting this continue on. Uh, yeah. Maybe I trying see. to say, get a, you know, try and get a deadline, you know, talk, get him to talk to his wife about a deadline for the son. Mm-hmm. I'll do everything you guys can. But I don't know if that still would work for this guy either, you know? Yeah. You know, I was trying to use the pain funnel and do like past and present and future pain. But I didn't quite dig into future, you know, quite enough. So that's a. That's well, a- I did leave out the, the wife has suggested that they just give the son the house. Oh, <laughs> But when I go see him in person, and like I said, nights and weekends when he's not at work, he's like, I don't need her say so. Her name's not on the house. I make the decisions. Mm. But but then during the day, I got to talk to my wife at night. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. she, she was very defensive, just like her 
just her mannerism is everything. She didn't say much, but like I could tell there was <clears throat> at a minimum verbal abuse there. Mm, yeah. He talked DJ, down to her while, while we were there and he doesn't even know me. Mm -hmm. DJ, what do you got? What do you got? Think, what are you thinking about? Um, I was, first of all, I thought you did, I thought you did really well. You were trying to, to get at what he needed to make a decision. Thank you. But my take on the situation is it's not so much that he's not motivated. He may own the property, but he obviously isn't the one that's going to make the decision to sell. That's number one. Mm -hmm. And secondly, again, this is just from what was revealed in the conversation that I heard is that the pain point or the, the motivation point of his goal, what he'd like to do, I'd be interested to know if his wife was really on board with that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, is the wife on board with that? And if it is as important to her as it is to him without that house in the mix to sell, how would they accomplish it? So other than that, I think you had mentioned that it sounds like they need a counselor. There's a lot of dysfunction going on there that I'm not sure mm -hmm. that in whatever skill level one might be at, I'm not sure that that could be solved. You know what? Todd Toback has, I don't know if it was a podcast or maybe it was in his system, but he talks, of, no, it was in his uh, in his training course, but he has a verbal commitment piece where it's the same situation. They've got a husband, a wife, and the son, and he starts talking to the wife and he's trying to like set deadlines to her, commitments to her, playing a lot of what if games, you know, and like, and uh, it, somehow he was able to come to the conclusion that the wife determined that she should sell the house. So maybe what we need here is set better verbal commitments, but also dig more into the other decision makers on the property. So I asked if we could talk to them, but, you know, sometimes maybe we have to play counselors. You know, it's kind of weird. This position we're in is really unique. We're trying to solve problems. And sometimes it maybe means you need to insert yourself a little more into the the situation, I guess. Like you're saying, Matt, he's on title. He's the decision maker. But like you're saying, DJ, you know, she won't let him decision unless she's on board. So got to get them both on board. Any ideas on how to actually get him to let her get on the phone? Or even when I was there in person, she said two words in the hour I was mm -hmm. there. I would ask her questions and he would respond. Hmm. She didn't even attempt to talk. It's tough, you know, because it's tough when you have two personalities in the room. Because you may know how to approach one really well, whereas the other needs to be approached delicately. But if, if there's a gatekeeper, then uh, yeah, that's going to be difficult to do. I don't know. Maybe maybe a correspondent, you know, maybe like a letter or something like that. Maybe a less intrusive form of communication might be good for her. You might be able to, like when you're talking to him, just mention like, hey, you know, I know that you and I have been talking. I honestly just wouldn't even feel comfortable buying the house unless I was able to talk to your wife because I've had a situation in the past where me and the owner had an agreement and then the next day I get a call from an angry wife and like I don't want that to happen again. Something like that might I don't know if that would really do it with this guy, but Yeah. And maybe like Will said, maybe you just gotta wait him out. Maybe, you know, you just gotta wait until he's in too much pain or she's in too much pain, you know, until they start opening up. So no, just be there for them. Keep trying to bring value. Just keep checking in. Hey, I have a suggestion. Yes, what is it? Um, Matt, do you have a female that works with you sometimes? I mean, I'm a realtor also, and I have some female agents on my team, but not within my my investing 
wholesaling business now? That's what I would suggest because sometimes that could be he don't want you to talk to his wife or it could be some type of, you know, cultural thing. Um, mm-hmm. I know when I went to a property and it was a, a, male, a husband and a wife, well, fiance, I spoke with the wife and, you know, the, the guy I was with spoke with the husband and then we all came together and talked about a contract. She was more open to talk to me versus the male I was with. So that might be a possibility to make do that approach. And, you know, the woman will be able to, you know, sit in a room with you as you talk, um, not necessarily say too much, but just to, you know, create a different atmosphere. I think that's a good Uh-oh. suggestion. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Matt. That's a great opportunity to practice. That's a difficult situation. So thanks for letting me take a crack at it. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.